to Hanging in the Nest with your host, Josh DeHawk Alonzo and Max the Turkey Rubenstein. in the NFL season. We have that extra week, so this doesn't feel quite like the same. Right? You're kind of at that point now in the season where you normally be like, I don't know if my team's going to make it, but you have that extra, extra week to try to make that final push. Max, how you feeling? How are you doing, man? No, I'm doing I'm good. Week 10? I know you said it doesn't feel that bad. It's still crazy that we are 10 weeks into football. Yeah, I mean, that part's nuts, like, I would agree. Take take fantasy aside, we are literally, this I think is basically a halfway point to the full season, including like the Super Bowl. I don't know when the Super Bowl is, I guess it's a week later than it normally is. Something uh, like that. But like, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I think what's crazier is that we still have a team with no wins. And they will probably not have any wins. They will probably not have any wins. You got... A really tight race. Now, I know John said he's selling. And Hinchy was like in the in-between, I guess, even though he just bought recently. But you essentially have eight teams in the hunt for six spots. So it's going to be a tight finish. It's going to be wild. You are one of those teams in the hunt, Max. You got to feel good about that. Dude, it just went from I was in fourth place. I lost. I'm now in eighth. Like that just shows how close and how tight this race is. I mean, I pulled off the miracle win last week. Um, we'll get into it, obviously. Yeah, we're going to have to really I'm, get into that. Um, like, thank God, because I have a game lead and a two game lead on, on everyone in, you know, the lower half there. So needed that. I am in first. I do lead the league in points. So, I mean, my team had a really crappy week, two weeks in a row, and I still lead the league in points. So that I, makes I, I want to let you know, and everything I've heard, read about week nine was the weirdest week in football, in fantasy football. Yeah. And we're getting into it, but like it was strange. It was a strange. It was strange. But before we get there, let's get into our fact, Max. What do you got for us? Today? All right, I got a defensive fact, and then I'm talking about tight ends because you know we all like a good tight end. Um, Absolutely. The Titans have allowed 12 top 24 wide receiver games this year. Wow. No other team has allowed more than nine. And just a heads up, we are in week 10 which means the Titans, I don't know if they've had their bye yet, um, but that means nine games they've allowed 12 wide receivers to have a top 24 week. Titans wow. clearly suck. You want to play against them. And then let's talk about the tight end. In week nine, last week, I told you it was a weird week, the Chargers had three tight ends that were in the top 12 in scoring, three of them. Yeah, it's wild. The Seahawks are the only team so far this year to not have a top 12 tight end score. I mean, you know, he's never been a big, I mean, that offense has never been big on the tight ends. Think back when Jimmy Graham was there and like, that was like the big signing and like, he never really amounted to what they thought he was, but I think it's more the offense than him himself. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, they did bring in a name. I mean, Jared Everett is, you know, he's a name that, 
you know, people Gerald know about, the style player, like but style player. never, yeah. I guess it's never turned out to, to be, they've also had that guy. Oh my God. Will Disley, who is like really good, but he always, always, always gets hurt. But you know, but yeah, it just shows show week nine was weird. So, all right, moving on. Let's get into it a little bit. Some news. The big news today is Cam Newton back to the Carolina Panthers as Sam Darnold down for multiple weeks. They did not trust PJ Walker. And so Cam Newton is back. He got a pretty nice deal, actually. He's guaranteed $4.5 million. He can go up to $10 million, I think, is what I was reading. Oh, my God. $1.5 really? million. Yeah. He, they paid him like a starting caliber quarterback in this league for the rest of the season. So, I mean, good for Cam. Yeah, um, that's great. That, that's the big news there. Odell Beckham Jr. did clear waivers. He was not picked up, so he'll be get to do his pick his choice. The rumor is now that he is waiting to see if something were to happen to someone this weekend, and that could impact his choice or maybe increase the price that people are willing to pay him. For example, the Packers do want him, but can only pay him the minimum due to their salary cap constraints. So going to be interesting to see where Beckham goes. He could be a game changer for someone that like the Chiefs, who have been struggling, who do want him, and now it adds another dynamic to that offense. I don't know. I, I, I'm not a big fan of OBJ. I'm with you there. And, like, and you you have a little bit because he's a giant, you know, he was a giant or whatever. There he's a good player, but now I think he's playing above his – he thinks he's the best thing in the entire world. He's been right. dealing with injuries recently. Clearly, he is an issue. You know, he is an issue in the locker room. He's definitely a head case, yeah. I sure. mean, Cleveland was like, we don't even need you, and put a beat down on Cincinnati. Right. You know, obviously, you know, who knows how related they are. But that just goes to show you, he's gone. Maybe the weight's lifted. You know, Baker Mayfield looked really good, I have to tell you. Um, so, yeah, it's strange. You know, whatever. If he wants to go to the Chiefs like everyone else does, he can go there. I'm surprised he didn't say Tampa Bay. You know, you might as Tampa well just go there. A good, they shouldn't. It's a, he is going to cause a problem in a locker room, whether you want him there or not. And think about this. He's like, no, I'm good. I'll wait another week to see if I can get more money. Like, do you want to play yeah. football or not? Come on. Right. So yeah. what other news you got for us, Max? So besides that, Cleveland is dealing with their own running back COVID issues as Nick Chubb and the uh, – what's his name? Demetrius Dimitri Felton. Felton Jr. Yeah, they are both on COVID. They are both vaccinated. Do have a chance to play. But if not, there is one running back left, and it is Dearness Johnson, who could have a very big game on Sunday. I did not cut him in one of my leagues. Um, and I'm oh, thrilled. I am thrilled. I kept him. You know what? I had an, an extra bench spot I wasn't using because I had to put someone else on IR. So I was like, you know what? Let me just keep this kid and see what's up. And it uh, could be huge for me in, in a pivotal week in my other league. So that's crazy. The only other two things I have is did you see this taunting call on Monday night for the Chicago Bears? This young kid or this kid who came in like didn't play much. This Marsh, I think his name is Marsh. Did yeah. See, did you see that taunting call? I mean, it was the worst call of the season by far. Now, listen, I picked the Steelers in Survivor, so I'm happy as hell. Because this basically, I mean, considering everyone else lost, the rest of us are out because of that. <laughs> this allowed me weeks. basically to win. So I was pumped there. But, yeah, I mean, taunting, come on. Let's just have fun. Yeah, it's brutal. So I, I was not happy about that call either. And then let's talk about this. I saw this today, and I was shocked by it. This involves your Cowboys. C.D. Lamb. 
keeps getting fined for uniform violations. And I think he had some other issue for taunting. He's been fined close to $50,000. But Aaron Rodgers, who breaks basically COVID protocol, has only been fined $14.6 million. Or $14.6,000. Yeah, not millions. My bad. bad. Yeah, it was millions. I think people would be like, all right, that's about right. But yeah, I'm not. It, it's it's a it's a it's a shame. Listen, you know, CD Lamb is okay with the fines, basically, but how is Rogers getting fined less? For the protocols. CD Lamb is not tucking in his shirt. Like, come on, people. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Why is that a thing? Rogers is supposed to be back this week, and Russell Wilson should be back this week too. And they are playing each other, so that will be a classic Wilson Rogers matchup. So that's all I yeah, got for happy. the news. All right, let's get into last week. We both went five and one. Nice. Because I had my caveat with Barkley not playing. He did not play. So you, I mean, he wouldn't have made up the difference. You got walloped. Um, oh, yeah. I have, I, I, honestly, in my team right now, if my wide receivers don't have big games, I ain't scoring points. Listen, I, you know, I got lucky. Um, Josh Allen had one of his worst games of his career. Yep. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that killed me. Yep. Um, Chase Edmond gets hurt on his first run of the game, and my team just kind of falters. So I got lucky um, for sure, but I'll take the win. Part of f- football 100%. is luck. Um, you know, other matchups, the big upset, I guess, was Abe taking out MG. Abe's team is pretty good. I got to tell you, I'm yeah. a little nervous. Yeah, you're playing Abe this week, right? I am playing Abe. I'm a little yeah. nervous about this matchup. It's like dead even. Listen, um, I I think you know it's going to be close, but I do have some gripes to talk about. So I'd like the floor if you don't mind. Please, please. We have a couple managers in this league who have decided they're not feeling setting lineups, and you definitely took got advantage got uh, you took advantage of that by Sean Ferry not changing out people who are not playing who are playing, and you know it could have made a huge difference. Well, so let's be clear. He only didn't shove out one player. Okay, um, but that's Hopkins. I understand. I'm just saying he wouldn't have played Elijah Moore because it wouldn't have decided. So he could have he could have slid in Sony Michelle and he would have beat me. Yes, I mean but, he could have taken. Like, but he he's not the real problem relative no, to the oh, rest of the league. Let's talk about Billy Fox. He was the next one on my list. I mean, Billy I Fox think Barry was up. I would just say this: DeAndre Hopkins had a late game. If you, and if you weren't paying attention and weren't sure what's going to happen, you know you could have easily missed that he was out. So Fox on the other, Fox on the other hand, is just hasn't been doing anything. I don't think he has even a full bench worth of players. He does not. He's missing two bench players. Right. And that's just like I know you're not playing. I know you're not in it. Whatever it is, but like just set the lineup. I mean, my running backs are shit. Just I put them in. Like, just come on, put somebody in, just deal with it. Move so on. we'd be penalizing people for not setting lineups. Like, what, I, how do we fix the problem? We should take first round picks away. Dave Klein, man, what are you doing about this? Okay, we want answers. Yeah, listen, I've been a shitty manager for a long time, but I have Still never, are. I have never not started a lineup. Okay, yes. did, we did just get news real quick that it seems like OBJ is down to two teams. We have Packers, which you talked about, but now surprising. Actually, I just got more news that Odell Beckham is finalizing a deal with the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. Huge news. 
This is whole. Wow, we just broke that live. Yes, we just did that. Adam Schefter is reporting Beckham Jr. finalized deal with the Los Angeles Rams per sources. Wow, wow, wow. Ian Rappaport actually was on it a minute before, but he actually only had Rams and Packers. It looks like Schefter gets the call, the accurate. Well, we'll see if it's accurate yeah. call. Well, I was going to say that because I was going to say Packers and Rams. And then before I even got to say that, I get this other alert that he is now going to the Rams. Huge deal there. Do you think it makes a difference, though? I mean, I think it makes a huge difference, yes. Mm, I don't know. I'll, we'll see. It's an interesting locker room to go into. Well, which Sean I mean, it, who doesn't do any of that stuff, you know, he doesn't give right. up. I mean, but he takes Van Jefferson's role basically in this lineup, right? And like, mm-hmm. who's okay at best, but like, the what do you do now if you're a team? You have Matt Stafford who can throw the ball 60 yards in the air without a problem, okay? You, you, you can't double any of them essentially, but you have to double someone, right? So every time you're going to basically leaving someone like Beckham, Woods, or Cup in single coverage. Most teams don't have the corners to handle single coverage. And if you try to roll through high safeties against them, right, and then you're still going man, you know, corner to corner. So what, you're going to leave Daryl Henderson up against a linebacker or Tyler Higby? Those guys can play too. Like, it's going to be dangerous because the weapons. I think the difference of, like, why it looks like the Chiefs or the Packers is that you know they're going to go to Tree Hill down the field. Right. You're going to go with Devontae Adams down the field. So you put two guys on, you put uh, you know, two high safeties out. One safety is going to cover the side that Hill is going to, plus the corner, right? It's different now when you have three legitimate number one receivers on your roster. I get Beckham hasn't been like that in a while, but I think he's going to come back out with vengeance here. I think he's going to be angry and it's going to happen. Yeah, could be interesting. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to see. But yeah, breaking news on the show. Pretty big deal. Big deal, big deal. All right. Let's get into three up, three down. Uh, we won't. Uh, you're, oh, sorry, I did forget. Stardom Sidhams, Max. One of your guys did not play. Taysom Hill. I gave you Taysom Hill. He was out. So you went three and two though this week. Okay, that's good. Yeah, respectable. The Hawks did come back. I went four and two. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you know what? Can't always be great. Had a couple good weeks there. Yeah, I mean, listen. But you're in it. I got back into it, so we'll keep it going. We're looking good. Let's talk about three up, three down, Max. Let's start with our downs, and I'm going to jump in here first because I am furious, okay? The Packers have Jordan Love at quarterback, okay? You're playing a Chiefs team who looked terrible. Oh, yeah. How do you not feed Aaron Jones the ball? Like, I, I put Aaron Jones down on this list, but I'm really just down on the Packers, okay? You allowed Aaron Rodgers to do this crap. Okay, and ruined like my whole week here because I have Aaron Jones basically in every freaking league, and he just screwed me. Yeah, I don't so know I'm what it was. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why this was a week. They're like, yeah, let's use AJ Dillon. Like, yeah, and some people said it's because they had um, more reps with AJ Dillon because of the the second team. Yeah. but come on, Aaron Jones is your guy, as Matthew Barry said in the past. Free Aaron Jones. Yeah, feed him. Free this guy. Just give him the ball. All right, so you did a team. I'm going to start with a team now first. Ooh. How about them Cowboys, man? Oh, they God. literally put up a stinker. Not like we talked about before. Knocked a bunch of people out of Survivor. But I don't get how Dak had an actually okay game. He was a top 10. But Cooper and Lamb combined for seven, eight points. 
the fourth string receiver had two touchdowns. Fourth it, string for us. You know, so strange. He got those two touchdowns late, I think it was, or whatever it was. But, I mean, basically that was a shutout game by the Broncos. They went to Dallas and shut down the Cowboys. Very shocking. Very surprising. I mean, yeah. I it was a, I mean, it killed everyone in Survivor. Um, and it just it killed me mentally. But and you know what? Let's get the bad loss out of the way. It's fair. Let's so. keep on moving. He's still already locked up the division, so it doesn't really matter. Let's hope so. Uh, next, I'm going Cortland Sutton. Two bad weeks in a row. It is the return of Alabama's finest, Jerry Judy. Okay. Judy has taken over once again. They're like force trying to force him the ball because he's just more gifted, I guess, than Sutton. But any Sutton fans out there, I mean, I got Sutton in Dynasty. I am literally thinking about benching him right now for Tyler Johnson of Tampa, mainly because I think a lot of Bucks receivers are not playing this week. Godwin and Brown have not been practicing. Tyler know. Johnson in games. A little fun fact, you're looking to pick somebody up. Tyler Johnson in games in which he has started. I think he's up to like almost eight targets in each of those games wow. for Antonio Brown. Um, so he gets the looks. Brady looks his way. I most likely will start him over Cortland Sutton um, because the Broncos are also missing three offensive linemen. So it's just not going to be good for the Broncos. But All Sutton's right. down on my list. Let's go with another down. I feel like I'm attacking you. I don't know why. But Josh Allen, man, he had a game. Seven points. I definitely think this could be his worst game since he's been a starter in the NFL. He had two ints. He lost the fumble as well. And this is against Jacksonville. What is going on? Okay, held uh, Nine point six points, six points, two field goals. That was it. My goodness. I mean, they're doing the same thing, right? Let's just be clear for people. They're all in the same defense people are against the Chiefs. They are the Bills, right? It's two high safeties. They're letting them sit back there in zones and making them beat them underneath. The problem, though, with both of these teams is they don't run the ball. They do not run the ball. Josh Allen is the running back for the Buffalo Bills. Right, and I totally understand, and I get it, and you can say the same thing for the Chiefs, but if they're giving you those, you know, six- or seven-yard passes, just do it. Dink them right. and them to death. I will I, say, uh, other news that came out today, Mahomes basically said today he will keep forcing the ball down the field. Okay. Well, that's what you have horrible. He clearly thinks he could beat everybody, and that's what he's going to do. So, well, My gonna- last one, I got Zach Ertz here. Uh, I feel like Ertz came in hot, coming off the trade. No Kyler Murray, of course, last week, but two straight weeks of kind of low numbers. There are better options in my mind at tight end. Um, I'd rather have someone like a Dan Arnold who gets consistent looks in Jacksonville where you never know who's going to get the ball in Arizona. So for me, at tight end, I'm, I'm big on the floors. I think Ertz has a bigger ceiling. But give me the consistent eight points every week for someone like a Dan Arnold versus Ertz, who got four and three the two previous weeks. Yeah, I had to drop him. I was trying to trade him, trying to get literally anything. I needed a warm body at running back. Um, I tried everything I could. Um, I'm a little mad at Yahoo, um, because Saquon Barkley is out this week on a bye, but I could not keep him in the IR spot. And I was a little upset to try to do that, so I had to get rid of some extra people. I guess it makes sense, but it's still not. It's not fun. But Yeah, that's yeah. My last down, Joe Burrow, man. He was ready, locked and ready to go. They were going to say, this is a week. He's going to have a great week. A very beatable Cleveland defense, and he put up a stinker. He also had two interceptions and a fumble. But he had a whopping four points, and they got just shellacked 
against Cleveland. So not a great day for Joe Burrow. No. All right, let's get into ups, Max. Where are you starting us today? Let's get in some good things, okay? Let's go. James Conner, man. This is a real deal. James Conner, 36 points last week, three total touchdowns, 173 total yards. James Conner got it, man. Okay, let's see what he does this week and the next few weeks because I think there's a report that um, what's-his-name could be out until the end of the fantasy season. Yeah, I'm getting really screwed here at running back here. I've left Derrick Henry and now Chase Edmonds. Traded for these other running backs. I mean, it's a smart move here. Got that foresight going on. All right, I'm going with a Penn State alum, Pat Faramuth, something like that. Three touchdowns in the last two games for the Steelers. Okay, 12.4, 18.8 over the last two games. He's looking good. Eric Ebron has been out, and he has just taken over the Steelers' tight end job. He is clearly the future there. They are comparing him to guys. um, Oh, my God, I'm blanking on all of a sudden. I had this down in my head. The old uh, Heath Miller. They're comparing it to a Heath Heath Miller type tight end, um, which, of course, Big Ben loved. And so Pat Fryermuth looking good. He's the second big tight end from Penn State recently, as Mike Kaziki is also a tight end from Penn State. Now, you know, he is leading rookie tight ends. You know, not Kyle. It's him. And it makes sense that he is doing well because Ben Roethlisberger, I think he doesn't know how to throw more than 10 yards anymore. He looks like he needs to retire tomorrow. Um, Right. So I think that's what also is benefiting him. But be prepared because their number one, who I'm blanking on, Eric Ebron, is coming back. So we'll see how that goes from there. My number two up, let's talk about young kid Justin Herbert, 35 points, 356, two touchdowns, even on a rushing touchdown. Justin Herbert went out there and he did some business. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a great job, man. He put up a ton of points. He looks good, man. He's got tons of wide receivers to help him. He's got these tight ends, I guess, now all of a sudden. Eckler, I mean, he's got all the weapons, man. Yeah, got to like Herbert. All right, I'm going QB as well, but I'm going Jimmy Garoppolo playing really solid the last two weeks. 27.28, 22.34. He has been a solid fantasy quarterback and a real-life quarterback. He's rushing the ball a little. He's looking pretty good. He's basically saying, Trey Lance, you can stay on that bench. This is my job. Yeah, he looks great. I think he's the second-best tight end over, or second-best quarterback over the last two weeks. I think I keep hearing. Yeah, he is. Yep. Which is crazy. Um my last one, we have to end on a positive note. Let's go to New York. Elijah Moore. This could got the same guy on my list. He was my last one. Dude, he's great, man. Let's talk about him. 23 points. He had two touchdowns on Thursday night. Okay. The last few games with a competent quarterback there, he looks pretty good. And Mike White, the legend. I'm sorry, the legend, Mike White, is starting again this Sunday. Thank Tough God. Defense, but let's see what Elijah Moore does this week. I'm happy Mike White's back. I got Michael Carter in the league. He likes him. Clearly, Josh Johnson doesn't like throwing to anyone that matters to my fan team. That's so. the thing. Josh Johnson in, a, what is it, basically three quarters, I think if I remember correctly, had the second most points for a quarterback last week, which is how yeah. week nine was. Yeah, it was a weird week. Crazy. Well, we're in week 10 now, so let's get into week 10. We got some great matchups ahead of you. Just like last week, let's get the lame ducks out of the way. Like First it. matchup, I got Dave the Diesel Klein versus Zach Reese. Zach is projected 88 points. 
He is missing some people. This could be another person that doesn't fill out his lineup. But DK also missing COVID, uh, kicking Greg Zerline, and a defense right now. So Yeah, DK will be fine. He's going to get this win back. He gets Russell Wilson, potentially even gets Logan Thomas back. Um, This is a pretty deep team. And not to make matters worse, Alvin Kamara has missed practice the last two weeks. I don't know what's going on with his knee, um, but Zach could be in a world of hurt there. Yeah, Zach's in trouble, DK all the way. Next up, the Battle of the Cousins, Joe Stewart, Billy Fox. Both have lineups that are not fully set, and I think Joe Stewart needs a quarterback as Fields and Burrow, both on a bye. So Joe's going to have to make a move here. Hopefully he does it. He's got to get Terry McScorn back in his lineup as well. He does have Mark Ingram, who could be a steal right now if Kamara does sit. Absolutely. I, I mean, think you're leaving Joe here too, right? This is a no-brainer. Joe's going to win. I will say, though, we you did talk about it, a lot of buys on Joe's team. So, you know, obviously I'm still picking bit, uh, Joe, but just keep that in mind when you're uh, looking at it. Yep. All right. Next up, let's get into some real matchups now. We got Hinchy versus Skaggs. Hinchy's team has been a classic underperformer all year. He is 6-3. and three. But he had a pretty crappy week last week. He did, like everybody else. I mean, Stafford looked garbage last week. Garbage. I am picking Hinchy. This team is deep. Dang. not really sure why he wants to sell. I mean, he said he looked at his team and it looked bad. Could be Hinchy just being Hinchy. Um, right. But I think this is a huge bounce back game for Matt Stafford. Um, and I think, you know, I think he's got it. Yeah, I think Hinchy will be 7-3 by the end of the week as well. Yep. All I right. Wants to stop. This is what I would call the game of the week based off projections as Mikey G goes against Jason Johnson, two versus three, six and three, six and three. These projections are off the charts. And what is very interesting, okay, looking at this is MG has Patrick Mahomes on the bench for Dak Prescott. Will that come to bite him? No. MG's yeah. got, I am picking MG, and I circled the reason because Dak is playing Atlanta. Listen, I, I think it's crazy. I don't think you can play Mahomes right now. Yeah, I agree. I actually circled a few other things. So, um, he, Jonathan Taylor's playing Jacksonville, who I understand that just, like, beat up the the Bills, but they had no run game. Taylor has been on fire. Oh, yeah. You also have, to your point about Atlanta, you have Dak and he has CeeDee Lamb. That combo could go off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I like all that. I do like that Jason has the Tampa Bay players – and Najee Harris, but I think that he, and James Conner, who's been playing well, mm-hmm. um, but he needs a game out of a big game tonight out of Marquise Brown to keep him in it. If Marquise yeah. Brown has a dud, which does happen to Marquise Brown, he can put up some stud games. So he's been back to back 16 point games. He needs a game like that to kind of keep him in contention. Yeah, I do agree. I am picking MG. I think I heard you say the same thing, but this yeah. could be the way, and it wouldn't surprise me. Right. All right, Max, I'll let you go first against me here. You got me versus Abe in a 50-50 split here. He's projected to win by .58. Can't get much closer. I do have some question marks in my lineup. As Damien Harris has not played, I was able to pick up Brandon Bolden. He's got a few questions as well. And James Robinson, I think Hunter Renfro will be fine. Um, Where are you headed here? I'm sorry. I'm picking Abe. Wow. It's crazy. I know, you know, I, I don't, I was looking at it. I'm, I don't know why I'm, I'm maybe it's cause I have a little bit of jet inside me, but I'm a little worried about Josh Allen. Okay. I don't know why, but I don't think the jets will win, but I don't know about Josh Allen. I'm, I'm 
just I'm confused. I guess what it is. But I will give you this. We will know tonight if Abe has a chance. Okay? If Mark Andrews does well, we'll know tonight how it goes. So he's got Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews in. I think that's going to be a, a big thing. And Justin Tucker. So this is a big game for him. I'm, I'm rooting hard for Miami, apparently. Oh, and I have Jalen Waddle. So I'm hoping Waddle can outscore Bateman at least. Um, I can't pick against myself. So I understand. I'm, I'm going to pick myself here. All right, Max, I'm going to you next. All right, talk about it. So what's interesting here is Sean Ferry's team has just not been up to snub. He's had a rough year. He's not always checking his lineup, as you said earlier. I'm going to give you the edge. The main reason I'm looking at you here, it's going to be Derek Carr and Waller the baller. I think these guys go off, okay? That combination against that Chiefs defense I think is going to be deadly. I like Michael Pittman this week. My big concern with your lineup is your running backs, as always. Singletary and Gibson make me very, very nervous. But I don't think Ferry's got enough firepower to beat you. Listen, I would love to – I can't wait for next week. I found out I'm playing you next week. Um, but I have Barkley and Montgomery good to go next week, God willing. Um, but listen, I'm rolling with – Gibson is horrible. I don't know if I'm even going to start him. Horrible lineup against Tam- – or horrible matchup against Tampa Bay. If Zach Moss doesn't play and it's just Singletary against the Jets, that's a little different. That could be something interesting there. I would agree. That makes that would be a big change, yes. Or, right now, what I'm doing is I need to stay afloat. If I can get a win this week, it'd be great. And then next week and hopefully moving on, have some actual running backs to deal with. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, I'm picking myself as well. All right. So those are our matchups this week. The only difference, is, of course, is my name versus Abe. All else is the same. Let's get into some stardom sit for the week, though, Max. You give me QBs and tight ends. Let's start with the QBs. What do you got for me? All right, let's start off with a back from the bye, Tyler Heineke. Okay, I know it sounds crazy, but they have no other choice but to throw the ball. Tampa Bay can get beat downfield. Terry McLaurin is a little more healthy. Antonio Gibson may be a little healthy. Logan Thomas is back. Tyler Haneke, start or sit? I had a start him. I think, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting matchup. They're not going to be able to run the ball at all. They're going to have to throw a lot, to your point. I could see McScorin and J.D. McKissick having a big game this week. So I'm going to go with start Heineke. Ooh, nice. That's a good one. All right, next one, Matt Ryan going against Dallas. Okay, you can score against Dallas. Dallas was embarrassed. They could play pretty hard and tough and show people they're better than that. It's going to be a shootout in Dallas. They're going to start Matt Ryan. Oh, man. Hopefully they get the W. I hope so. All right. Last one. We're going with Jalen Hurts versus Denver. Back-to-back tough weeks, under 20 points. But he goes to Denver. Good defense. What are you doing there? This is brutal. He's been great every week. He may not be a good NFL quarterback, but he put up he puts up points for fantasy. I think you have to start him. It's just, it's, I don't think you could put this guy on your bench. In the 12 team league, this guy should be starting in your lineup. Okay. All right. I'm going to you, Max. Start with RBs. I got Miles Gaskin tonight against Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going to start Gaskin. Okay. Because you really want to sit him. Yeah, no, actually, I got to tell you, I, you know, you know me. I hate Thursday games. I was doing that whole opposite thing, but I think Gaskin's actually going to have a good game. Like, I just right. feel like Baltimore kind of sucks against the run. They're not that top defense that they used to be. So, yeah, that's I agree. All right, next up, J.D. McKissick. Uh, just talked about him against Tampa. 
Got to start him. How can you not start him? They ain't going to run. They don't trust Gibson for some reason passing the ball, even though he was a wide receiver basically in college. Don't get that. That's a whole different story. But you got to start McKissick. No-brainer. And then finally, we talked about him earlier, A.J. Dillon against Seattle. Nope. Sit him down. Potentially Rodgers could be back. Go back to the way it was. I don't know what they were doing with Dylan last week, but yeah, sit him. Okay. All right. Let's tight ends. To the tight ends. All right. First one came back from COVID. Noah Fant. Okay. Tight end against Philly. They are the worst team against tight ends. Start him. Start him up. Hopefully he has a great game. All right. You talked about it before. I think I know where you're going with this, but Dan Arnold versus Indy. What are we doing? Start, you're starting them. My question to you is, in a league, I have both of those guys. Who do I start? Wow. It's, like, real hard. It's I'm real like hard. Dan Arnold a little more. There's not too many positives there. So, what's interesting in this league is that it's a, a 1.3 point per reception for tight ends. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. I think – I feel like since Darnold, uh, Dan Arnold has been there, I feel like he's getting receptions, you know, five, six, seven uh, catches a game. Yeah, and my main concern is, like, you know, Fan is coming off of COVID. I want to see him play for a week to make sure he's really okay out there. So, And then last one, we got Tyler Higby versus San Francisco. Ten targets last week, but he's gone four games without a touchdown. You got to sit him. Oh, man. Is this because Odell Beckham is now there? I don't think he'll play this week, Beckham. But, no, I think it's more because, like, I think – they're going to try to get themselves right. And to do that, they're going to have to open up the passing down the field more. Um, I could see this being a big cup woods and Jefferson game. Mm, all right. All right. Wide receivers. Uh, I got Marvin Jones jr. Against the Colts. Man, that's a tough one. He really started out great and he's kind of been going down. They're using a lot of Jamal Agnew Chenault's there. I'm going to sit him. I think I'm going to sit Marvin Jones. I think that fire is kind of gone from what it was in the beginning of the year. I don't think he's got it. All right. I'm going to give you a couple more just like that. Emmanuel Sanders versus the Jets. Damn. Again, he was so great. And now Beasley came back and all of a sudden it's different. I think you got to start him. I'm going to start him. I think he's, you know, they used to say a thing where um, in – what is it in Arizona? If you have them, you start them no matter what and just hope for the best. And I think Buffalo is very similar to that. Start Sanders. All right. And finally, Mike Williams against the Vikings. Oh, you're talking about Mike Williams, uh, LAC? Yeah, Mike Williams. You got to start him. I mean, come on. Justin Herbert is rolling. Minnesota is not a good defense. We're going to talk about our bets in a little bit, but this is going to be a high scoring game. And I think there's going to be a lot of points to go. All right. Mm. Wow. That's it there. You talk about bets. Let's get into them. All right. Let me go first. I went three and one last week. I was so damn close, but Cincinnati screwed me. They got demolished. Um, besides that, I did pick Dallas or Denver to cover. Um, and then Houston, Miami, and then uh, what was I going to say? Chargers and uh, Eagles. So this week, let's go Tampa Bay minus nine versus Washington. I think it's a no-brainer. Both teams, I think, are coming off buys. So I think it's going to be a, a great game for Tampa Bay. Then on the other side, I'm taking the points. Detroit is getting plus eight against the Steelers. 
It's a no-brainer. I think it's an easy bet. I, Pittsburgh looks garbage. So, yeah. And then the other two I have, we're going Denver, taking the points, two and a half against Philly. And then Minnesota and the Chargers, I talked about it before. Give me the over. I know it's 53, but give me the over. $10, wow. bet, $10 bet gets you 130 Yeah, so I'm doing a couple similar ones. So I, I'm doing all overs this week. I think it's going to be a big bounce back week for a lot of teams. I am taking the over 53 Vikings and Chargers. I'm taking over 51.5 Chiefs and Raiders. And I'm taking the over 47.5 Bills Jets. I think these they're just going to go at each other. I have a weird feeling about this game. Okay. Um, and then finally, I'm going to take the Lions plus eight because, you know, it's interesting about the Lions is uh, the Steelers haven't been great, but they're winning. The Lions have kept themselves in most games. They've lost like an awful right. lot of last second touchdowns and field goals. Eight points is a lot. If it was like four or five, I wouldn't do it. Eight, I kind of like that. The Steelers don't blow teams out. Um, so I think the Lions plus eight is great. I'm with yeah, that. I agree there. All right, let's do DraftKings. I'll lead us off this time. How'd okay. you last week? Nothing. Yeah, it was a horrible week. Well, maybe I won 10 cents, I think, actually, last week, something like that. Um, all right, so I'm doing a couple stacks. Um, though I have to watch one of them because I'm, I just saw he popped in the injury report. I'll talk about it in a second. The first stack, I'm doing a Colts stack in this lineup. Mm-hmm. I got Carson Wentz, Michael Pittman, and the Colts defense against Jacksonville. So I'm taking all three of them. Do it. I'm doing a Steelers stack where I have Najee Harris, who he was hurt or came up questionable. So I'll have to check that, of course. And my boy, Pat Fryermuth, who I'm going to put in as my tight end. I'm going to finish the lineup out with Mike Williams. Deontay Johnson and Russell Gage at wide receiver who had a solid game. Now there's no Calvin Ridley and in the flex spot or my other RB spot. I'm sorry. Uh, Cause I have Pittman in the flex. I'm going Leonard Fournette. There are a lot of um, Tampa Bay players that are injured. Washington is not good against the rush this year. Fournette's been an RB two all season. I think he has a big game here. <laughs> Bless you. My goodness. Sneezing at the tree. All right. Not bad. I like it. Um, we have one similarity. Um, my stack, we talked about it earlier, Justin Herbert, um, pairing him with Mike Williams. I think, like I said, high scoring game. I think it's going to be big, big, big points there. And in that game as well, I'm going cheap at tight end. Let's go Ty Conklin. Okay. I think he's going to get in the end zone. He's been having a good few weeks. Um, so let's see what happens there. Running backs. I'm going Najee Harris as well. I mean, let's be honest, Ben can't throw, so you got to run it, and Detroit can be had against. Let's go. I'm going, putting all my money in this basket. Devin Singletary versus the Jets is my other running back. My other wide receivers, Mike Evans and Jerry Judy. I think they're going to have good games. Philly can be beat against the middle. And then my other flex, you said it before, Deontay Johnson. It's a good matchup there. Oh, I'm sorry. I said the wrong one. I lied to you. This is a different D. Johnson. They're dealing with COVID issues. I'm going De'Ernest Johnson against New England. Okay, De'Ernest. Oh, you Johnson. know what? I, I did the same thing. I actually have De'Ernest Johnson. Did you as really? Well. Yeah, I said I had a Steelers stack, but I would include John. Um, in, included what's his face in that? If it was Deontay, I have De'Ernest Johnson. I'm sorry. I apologize, everybody. Okay, so we're on the same page there. De'Ernest Johnson is the only healthy running back. It's going to have a great right. game. And then my defense are the Titans going up against the Saints, who might not even know. Even though you, you bash the Titans defense uh, to open the show. Oh, crap. Well, let's see what happens. All right. <laughs> Interesting. Didn't even realize. 
Whoopsie. Oh, that was priceless, though. I love it. All right. Let's see what happens there. All right. So let's get into our final segment. We were bringing back the top 10. Yes. Uh, yes. We're doing a top 10 board games, everybody. Yep. Board games. We like the. Okay, they're not played with as much as they used to. These kids with their game boxes and cell phones and all that stuff. They don't know what it used to be like to have fun. Game boxes, huh? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I'm not as young as I used to be. Well, none of us are, I guess. But why don't you start us off, Max? What do you all got right. for us? Let's do 10 through 6. Number 10, I'm putting the original on this list. So many other games were made from this game. So I'm going apples to apples, okay? Very appropriate for the kids. It got crazy with Cards Against Humanities and all the meme games and all that stuff. But the original, apples against, uh, apples to apples. Number nine, another old school chess. I loved it. I learned it in middle school. It was phenomenal. Great, great stuff there. Number eight, going categories. okay? I could still play this because I absolutely love it. So much fun. So many differences that could happen. Number seven, Hungry, hungry hippos. Okay, how could, how could me as a person, whoever knows me, not have a game where it's about big, fat hippos eating white balls? Let's be honest. That's great. And number six, Connect Four. Love Connect Four. It's great. So much fun to play. All right. Solid list. Solid list. All right. Number 10 for me, I'm going Checkers. Okay. I love me some checkers, old school, and we used to take road trips to Florida. We would stop at like a Cracker Barrel. You used to have like those big checker sets with like the big pieces. So I like checkers. Chess is number nine for me. Love chess, old school game. I'll like never forget um, one of my cousins is like, he's just a brainiac on the chess team. Like probably could go to like college mm-hmm. to be play chess. He and I played one Christmas because my dad got him a new chess board. He said I was the weirdest person he's ever played with because I didn't do any logical moves. But we basically tied. We couldn't beat each wow. other. Because he was so logical and I was so <laughs> illogical about it. It was great. Never forget that. Uh, number eight, I'm not sorry, but I am. We're playing sorry here at number eight. Okay. Number seven, classic game, Stratego. Love mm-hmm. me some Stratego. And number six, I'm playing the game of life. Give me some life. Okay. So that is where I'm going with my top six or bottom six, six or ten. You're going to be pretty shocked right now. All right. Number five, Clue. Love Clue. Awesome game. So much freaking fun. You know, all these jokes came out of it, you know, doing who and where and what with so much great stuff there. Number four, Operation. Who doesn't love a game where you get a little shock when you mess up? Like, let's be honest. These kids these today don't even know what a game was like. That's Absolutely. Number three, Battleships. Okay, Battleships was phenomenal. It was so much fun. I always loved playing it. I would always cheat. I'm sorry I did. You know, it just was what it was. Number two, classic, Monopoly. Okay, when was the last time you sat down and actually played a full two-completion game of Monopoly? I don't think it ever happens. It does. Um, and number one, I don't know how you did it. You're... Uh, it's a shame for you, but number one is life. Okay, oh life is phenomenal. I love yeah. the game of life. Okay, I don't have risk on here because I never played risk in my entire life. Yeah, that that's a shame. So your your opinion is askew based off of that alone. I'm just telling All you. All right. Yeah. 
Listen, let's start off at number five. We match up. There's been a number of candlestick murders in New Jersey. I'm talking Clue all the way here. Agree. Phenomenal game. Number four, I moved it down one spot from you. I'm going Battleship. I have sunk your ship. Love that game. We're, I played a lot during the pandemic. Annie and I were like chilling at home. We wanted the game. We bought Battleship. Nice. Number three is the game of risk without question. Phenomenal game. Okay. You know, I always think back to the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Ukraine is weak. Ukraine is not weak. And he slams the port down, you know. Um, number two, not on your list at all, unless I wasn't paying attention. Settlers of Gatan. Have you ever played this game? Oh my god! But we played a little in college. Weren't you around for that? No. Such, such a good board game. So I mean, it's just it's phenomenal. It deserves to be on everyone's list. And number one, without question, is Monopoly. I own personally thirty different versions myself, oh my as I'm a collector of a Monopoly boards. Jesus. So. Uh, the game is better. I have finished the game to completion. I've won it multiple times to completion. It is not easy. I'll play online Monopoly. I'll play Wii Monopoly. Doesn't matter. Give me Monopoly above all else. I think maybe because it's number two on my list is me and my family. We never really finished it. Somebody would get mad. They would storm off. Oh. It was just. It is a game that leads to death and destruction. And I think that's, that's, that's the great part about it. I know. That's why everybody loves it. You got to get an honest pinker, which is definitely hard to find. You always slip in extra pinks in your uh, pocket somewhere. Right. It's always good. But, yeah, no, I never played Settlers of Catan or whatever. The only reason I know that game is in Parks and Rec when they were playing it for his battle is uh, Bachelor Party. It's the only reason yeah. I know that game. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it for Bachelor Parties, but what a great game. So you should try it one time. Maybe you'll come over and we'll play. Probably not. I can't decide if I want to play that or Risk, to be honest. Bro, Risk is a great one, too. But you need time for these games. These are, like, not quick games. That's what it is. That's why, you know, these kids, they don't, they can't handle it. No, nah, no. Nah. They want that short and sweet stuff, you know? So, all right, folks. OBJ going to the Rams. Cam Newton on the Panthers. We are week 10 of football. It can't get better than this. Absolutely. Good luck in your matchups, everybody. I hope I beat Abe. I think he's in Florida right now. Maybe you won't pay attention. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe day. Maybe day. Later, everybody. Peace. Peace.